0: voice coming out of the speaker because it sounds way cooler yeah you know it <laughs> all right so welcome back to the overflow podcast we took a little break but we are back because it is a new year new us same church we still have Reverend Dr. Marcus Allen as our pastor oh yeah yeah they didn't know. he made it through the new year hallelujah hallelujah <laughs> And so we're starting a new sermon series called Simple Church. And we're talking about, um, well, this week, we're looking at Acts 2, 1 through 4, and how we are, um, how we can readjust our focus. Right. So, Pastor, talk us through <clears throat> this verse, this um, these four verses that have a lot of symbolism in them. So, how, what's a little bit of background on, on where we're at?
1: Right. Uh, so... Um, Jesus has come, okay. he's born. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we go through the Gospels Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and they talk about the whole entire life of Jesus Christ. And, and we see the whole time Jesus on earth, he's with the disciples. Um, sometimes he's annoyed with them. Okay. He's upset with them. We ask the question constantly how long? Do I have to be with you? Why, oh, ye of little faith, why <laughs> didn't you believe? You perverse generation. You know, he, he's like, I've been teaching you, and you all are not, somehow you're not getting what I'm saying. <clears throat> um, and so he goes through this, and he goes to the cross, he dies on the cross. In Acts chapter 1, um, they're standing, and um, Jesus ascends back to heaven. Before he leaves, he tells them to go and tarry and wait mm-hmm. for the Holy Spirit to come. And so uh, if you read through the gospels, Jesus tells them no, I'm gonna leave you, I'm not gonna leave you alone, I'm gonna leave you a comforter. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave you something, someone um, to be able to help you, and it'll bring back to your knowledge everything that I have taught you. Um, so Jesus tells them, them them, he's prophesying or predicting what's going to happen after he leaves. And um and now this was, this is where we are, um, where um Jesus leaves and tells them to go pray and it's hundred and twenty people um in one place, um, trying to receive the Holy Spirit. So this is where that's this this where we end up where uh, Jesus said, No, I'm going to give you power.
2: Mm, mm-hmm. And
1: oftentimes when people read Acts one and eight, they only assume that we're getting power to speak in tongues, power yep. to Leap over walls or power to conquer things. But he said, I'm going to give you power to be a witness
2: mm-hmm.
1: to all Judea and Jerusalem um, and to the ends of the earth. And so when Jesus is telling me, give him power, my interpretation is, I'm giving you all power to be witnesses of who I am. And I think Acts 1 and 8 is the thesis statement for the entire book of Acts. Mm. Because if you read the whole book, it's all about the disciples and the apostles being witnesses. Mm -hmm. And and they are able to overcome the trials and tribulations of what they're enduring because they have this power to be a witness.
0: The power of being a witness. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very important to feel that you have that power right so i think at times we do feel powerless because we're not in a position of power mm-hmm. and and during acts, they don't identify who the 120 are as far as occupation right. socioeconomic status mm-hmm. age anything like that so it almost makes it an even playing field to the sense right. of like there's nothing to compare i'm not giving you anything to compare yourself to others so you should you shouldn't either right and so we're uh, so readjusting our focus and you identify these four P's of right. prayer, preaching, referring to preaching the word, mm-hmm. practicing our faith in people. You are a man of alliteration, so I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and for you, as we are readjusting our focus, do these have seasons where one may weigh more than others or or do they continue to have equal presence as we move throughout our spiritual journeys so if we um i think
1: this overall theme of being a simple church um, and these principles are for our private lives Mm -hmm. and our private lives are enhanced when we come together Mm -hmm. so if all of us are trying our best to live out those principles They all weigh the same. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Prayer is essential. The word of God is essential. Practicing what we preach Mm -hmm. or our faith is essential. Mm -hmm. And caring for all people is essential. So those things are what I want the church to focus on. But it starts with us. It starts in our homes, our prayer life, the way we're studying the word of God, the way we're living you know there's a lot of people that say they're Christian, but they don't live it mm-hmm. and because they're not living their faith, it's one of our core values <laughs> because they're not <laughs> living their faith there is we're unable to convince others that Christianity is the way to go mm-hmm. um and so we're easily influenced um by these other religions or these other faiths because we have failed to live our faith, especially in front of friends, mm-hmm. loved ones, right, uh, family members. Um, I think people would suggest the hardest place to be a Christian is at home. Yeah. Because you want to be free yourself, but you also want to be an example to your children and those who are around you, uh, especially those who are influenced by your behavior. Mm-hmm. So um, we want to make sure, um, I love to say this, I, I, I forget what passage of scripture, but I don't want to be a Sunday morning saint
2: mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> where I'm only a Christian from 8 a.m. to about twelve thirty
0: p.m. So, like a little four and a half hour window. Right.
1: Yeah. And then, then I'm different the rest of the time. Yeah. I don't want to be that. And I, hopefully, I want our members to be that. I mm-hmm. want us to really, um, live our faith mm-hmm. right and we we look at these other hardcore religions as far as the hebrew israelites mm-hmm. even though their doctrine is flawed um jehovah witness mm-hmm. doctrine is flawed <laughs> not taking any shots but but they live out what they believe true yes and and they stand on what they believe whereas many christians um at least Baptist Christian, I don't can speak because that's who I am. Mm -hmm. We really do not exhibit that into the world and stand firm on what we believe and not be moved because of what culture or society is doing. And so if we're living that out, people see our good works Mm -hmm. and they glorify God. Right? They they see what we're doing and they give God praise for it. Mm -hmm. And it's not because of anything that who we are but it's because of who we are serving
0: yeah yeah i think living our faith is very very strong i was talking with a friend about this and we talked about relationships all kinds of stuff and they're like i don't know if they believe in god and i was like well i think all black people believe in god like that's the foundation like they have that faith but it's that living piece right. showing it externally yeah. the and not being afraid." with that
1: ct though you know most black people grow up in Church at some point. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of young adults who've never touched church.
0: There, there. You're right. That is a shift. (laughs) That is
1: true shift. Yes. It's uh what no judges um it says there's going to be a nation who knew not who who God was, Mm. and I think we're at that place here where where if you was African American you knew something about God. Mm -hmm. Um, you because you either went to church. Consistently, every day, <laughs> once a week, mm-hmm. or three times a week, mm-hmm. or you at least went on Christmas, New mm-hmm. Year's, and Easter. Easter, and Mother's Day, right? <laughs> uh, but, not Father's uh, Day, huh? Not Father's Day. you know that's not. Uh, maybe, maybe not. You know how y'all do. Um, wow. Okay. But <laughs> but um, but times are definitely changing, and I think um, when I when I when I speak to this, um, living our faith if we examine the book of Acts and see in the life of the apostles, Mm -hmm. um, they truly live their faith Mm -hmm. in the face of adversity, in the face of uh, murder, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because if they didn't live their faith, we wouldn't have a faith today. Mm -hmm. right? If they weren't courageous enough to stand on Jesus being the Christ and the Messiah of the world... We wouldn't have a faith today because it would have died when Christ died. Mm. Right? And so I think we should shoulder that yeah. as believers now. That if we let up off our faith, then our religion would die. Ooh. That's a heavy weight. I think we need to shoulder that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's something that we... We don't really take responsibility of Because we say oh somebody else will do it Mm -hmm. So how are we carrying the mantle How are we carrying the banner Of Christianity Are we truly um, Revealing ourselves As Christians and living that faith So that when we're gone Someone can grab hold of it Mm -hmm. And say oh I remember the faith of CT Or Mm -hmm. I remember the faith of Marcus Allen Mm -hmm. What they believe This is how they made it through and I think um, living our faith is very, we must be very intentional about that. And we only can do that through prayer and the word. Right? Right. If we're not praying, if we're not studying the word of God, we can't live our faith. Mm-hmm. But then our faith pushes us to help people, no matter what people. Yeah. Right? Black people, white people, um, gender doesn't matter, sexuality doesn't mm-hmm. matter. We're, we've are we called to help people. Yeah. And so yeah. I think um, um, God placed that on me, Um I am just praying, Lord, where where you want us to go for this year. Mm-hmm. And um and, and 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 too often no. Um we want these fancy titles. I, I see all my peers <laughs> online, 2022 going to be for you. This uh, <laughs> <laughs> just the year of revival. Mm-hmm. This the year of refreshment. This the mm-hmm. year of, you know, you no, know, you see it all the time. And, and I see all my peers and their flyers I'm like, man, that looks so flashy. Mm-hmm. It looks so good. You know, I, I want how it's helping the people and God's telling me, Now y'all just going to be a little simple church. Mm-hmm. So you see the, um, even the flyer Alex made is a, like crumpled paper. paper. Mm-hmm. Like this, it's nothing extravagant about it. But the purpose, the principles, are large and major for our lives. Because if you want a great twenty twenty two, you need to have a great spiritual relationship with God, mm-hmm. and that's where it starts. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, yeah, and I think taking a lot of that away, what you what you talk about in your sermon is. You know what? What's our foundation? What are we doing? Um, and church has become routine. Um, a call out to us, right? You know the the larger church communities, of people are just coming to church to say that they went to church, right. but they're not living um, that same life. They're not getting fed. I think you have said it, and I've heard other um, preachers say it, where it's like, if you only ate once a week, you would die. You'd die. So we should treat our spiritual life as, like, we need to eat every day. We need to spend time in the Word. Um, We can't just come to church, eat on Sunday, and expect that to hold us throughout the whole week. Uh, And I think those are important transitional metaphors for people to understand. Of Like, these are the other spaces. Like, we we just can't expect Sunday to be it and us continue to grow in our relationship. Because when we're in church, we're almost filtered from everything essentially right. we're in one place sitting, sitting standing not doing a whole lot of moving now we do think about grocery lists right I and mean, you literally called me out <laughs> when i tell you i was putting a grocery list together and then you said don't focus on grocery lists i said lord you speaking to me <laughs> hey, that's the holy ghost that's the holy
1: ghost uh, it's um it's a book that i enjoy reading um, called divine mentor Wayne Candeiro, I think it's C A N D E I R E O, something like that. I don't know if I'm spelling it right, but it's the book is called "The <laughs> Divine Mentor," and and this book really helped me. I read it in, uh, when I was going for my doctoral degree, and it, it really helped me because he says you got to develop a feeding plan. Oh. Right. So the book is really it talks about. Um, developing a um, strong devotional life and, and, and he says um, he used biblical characters to be his mentors mm. I love the book uh, I think it's very um, practical um, and, and it, it, it teaches how to develop this devotional life because I'm big on devotional life mm-hmm. meditation and praying scripture reading I'm big on that Because I know um, if I leave out my house or if I wake up in the morning and my devotional life is not strong, I'm going to encounter something Mm. that's beyond my ability. And if I don't have the Holy Spirit to be able to speak for me, I'm going to say the wrong thing. Mm. So I'm going to get a phone call. Somebody's going to call me about something, stressed Mm. out about something. Um, I'm going to um, get text message or email somebody going to be complaining about something Mm -hmm. so i definitely need the holy spirit (laughs) i need the holy (laughs) spirit not only to give me wisdom and knowledge to handle tough situations but also give me patience Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: love to handle difficult people Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and so if i'm not in tune with the holy spirit and I get in tune with the Holy Spirit through my devotional time where I connect with God and connect with the Holy Ghost to help me um, to move throughout uh, this space. And so that's,
0: I think that, you know, that feeding plan that we, we definitely got to develop as Christians. Definitely, definitely that feeding plan. And, and you talk about um, that devotional life and with... Looking at this one, your first point of being on one accord Mm -hmm. uh, and all of these people Mm -hmm. that we already described, we don't know all the details, men and women Mm -hmm. all in one place. Um, It's it's a physical place. Right. And I know when I was reflecting back on the sermon and and taking my notes, I was trying to thinking about being on one accord in our virtual space Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and how we're physically not together to be on one accord. Can you be on one accord mentally?
1: Right. Right. Uh, I think even though we can all be in the same place physically mm-hmm. and not be on one accord. Yeah. You feel what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's what Noah I was referring to in the the sermon of uh, the grocery list or or you virtually watching us, but mm-hmm. you cooking at the same time, or some people are, they're in the gym, or, mm-hmm. or they're, they're grocery shopping, or, or they're, doing, they're doing other things. And, and so, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're doing other things. And, and so, I was saying, let's be intentional about this worship experience. Okay. Uh, because I think um, if we all are together, we're gathering, we're thinking um, about God all at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think it's powerful. And we see this in the text because 120 people mm-hmm. for 10 days mm-hmm. in the same place. It <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get the attention of God, praying, and expecting a move for God. 120 people. Right me and yeah. you in this room right now—it'd be difficult for us for ten days, <laughs> yes, <laughs> to just keep our minds concentrated. So one, mm-hmm. you see the desire of the people. Yes. See this, this coming to me now. You see the, <laughs> you see their desire. The you see their passion. You see their uh, 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 eagerness to have the presence of God. Mm-hmm. That they were willing. To all be in the same place for ten days. Ten days. Their devotion, their dedication, their discipline. And people, we think we just okay. Now we just get the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. right? You no, know, that, that's biblical. You no, know, you no. Know, once we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we receive the Holy Spirit. But these people, they sat and they waited and they, they, they concentrated. They disciplined themselves to say, "Hey, I'm gonna stay right here." Until God speaks. Until God shows up. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going to move. I'm going to be right here. And everybody in the room have the same mindset.
2: hmm
1: Right? They probably were not all thinking the same things. No. But they all were going in the same direction.
0: Yes. And and I think that's where I was like, well, how did... Because obviously these 10 days were not all productive. Right. It could have been the last 24 hours that was successful. Or last five when they finally all actually got on one accord. And so I I always, you know, I always tell you, like, I wonder what they were doing. Just, like, are they fighting? Did they form cliques? Was there some sort of, like game that happened, like the hunger game type deal <laughs> within, <laughs> within these uh 10 days and even thinking more so of like the 40 days in between mm-hmm. before they even got there, right? right. So you, you said there's 50 days since the resurrection of Jesus and then Jesus told him to wait for 10 days. So there's this 40 days in between, which we know about, if we look in our Old Testament, little Noah, little ark, mm-hmm. 40 days, 40 nights, right? And so um thinking about that significance of almost almost like death and rejuvenation and a restart. Mm-hmm. So I, I could even imagine how tired they may have come in mentally preparing for those 10 days. Right. So um, just think because, you know, when you get tired, you're very irritable. Mm-hmm. You know, you you want to... Hungry. Hungry, tired. Like, you just, mm. you don't... Yeah. The conflict that
1: comes The unique part, too, was they didn't know when the Holy Spirit would come. They didn't know it was going to take 10 days. They just knew to wait. Oh, so it was was open-ended. Yeah, it was just a go-wait. It wasn't go-wait for 10 days because Pentecost means 50 days. Pentecost, yeah. (laughs) That's what Pentecost (laughs) means. Basically, that's that's what it means, 50 days. And so... They, um, they Jesus didn't tell them, hey, go wait for 10 days. Mm -hmm. You know, he don't tell us exacts, right? Right, if he tells us, go wait for 10 days, we'll sit around for nine, and maybe on the day two days before 10, Mm -hmm. we'll get our act
2: together. (laughs) He's about to come, so we
1: got to get ready now. You know what (laughs) I'm saying? It's like your mom, you know, like our mom used to do this all the time. Hey, y'all better not leave this house. Until this house is clean, I'll be back from work at this time. Mm-hmm. House don't get clean until an hour before right. that mom supposed to come through the door because we know she's coming. Right. Now, if we don't know she's coming or what time she's returning. We're going to get it done immediately. Mm-hmm. And so this is what they were doing. They said, hey, we're going to start now. And I wonder, like you said, after two hours, did anyone say this too much? hmm after two days did anyone say, Yo, I am tired, I can't take this no more. Yeah. After day eight, did someone say, Yo, let's let's just stick it out. We we have come this far. We can't turn around now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what was the conversation? We can only imagine, we can only use our spiritual imagination and journey and uh, and just see, you know, like you said, you no, know, um, the smell of the room, um, the tension in the room, the excitement the feel you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, what, what was really going on there? and I, I like having these conversations with you because it takes me there yeah. like <laughs> mentally <laughs> like right now I feel
0: like I'm sitting in that space Just and a, and you know it wasn't a space where you know the, the walls were probably bare mm-hmm. we don't know if there were windows right so is there one in one entrance one out entrance most likely you know
1: because it's not all handmade yeah you know what I'm saying and mud and stuff like that you know, I just and I you know, of course, I was in Iraq and Afghanistan, so I know mm-hmm. what those houses, how they was made in those time in the Middle East in the area like that. And so I, I just try to imagine that, and you make me do that. Thank you, CT. You're welcome. I got to do more than in my preaching, so I can put people right there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a little more literal than I am uh,
0: imaginative. So thank you for helping. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, one of my favorite. Uh, Focuses on this point before we transition because i I really liked it, actually, maybe I have another one. We talked about the snowflakes, mm-hmm. and I always think that that illustration is so powerful because individually we are we are very fragile, like you were saying, if we don't have a strong devotional life, mm-hmm. you know we are not equipped to handle challenges as best as we could or in a christ like manner because we miss that connection kind of. To make it more, like, in a physical sense, like, I miss breakfast, I'm hangry, you're irritating. Like, you just, you're just you just not thinking in a way that we should with a Christ-like lens or a Christ-like tongue. And so we have these snow, so we're each individual snowflakes. And as we come together, as we create our community, as we bound together in these spaces, we're able to, to fight the whatever enemy is coming our way so you feel supported in those spaces where like i said so you're hangry you didn't eat you have a community around you that's like here's the snickers you know you have that so that you can think in the way that you should the way that you ought is a word the bible likes to use <laughs> well you know <coughs> it's crazy
1: to use that analogy someday and watch what happened in virginia on monday bruh you you know what i'm saying uh, uh, wow you people's okay. Yeah, my people okay. Okay. You no, know, that you no, know, that D.C. area, that that traffic is already horrible. It's terrible. The worst. I hate it. But to go from a forty minute drive to an eight hour over the night sleeping in your car because of snow.
2: Ooh.
1: You feel what I'm saying? Yes. These, these little bitty. Small pieces of frozen water, is it? Yes. That's all it is when they're by themselves, falling from the sky solo. But when they pack together, they can shut down i ninety five for a whole day. A whole day. Keep you away from your family. Keep you away. uh, (laughs) uh, No, no, never know, not knowing how you're going to get. And then in Virginia, you know, it snowed three inches. The kids out of school for at least four days. Mm-hmm. Because the rural areas, they really can't get to them. They're not mm-hmm. using salt over there. They're using sand. So it's totally different yeah. <laughs> from, you know, here. You, know, it's, it's, you get 100 inches and yeah, everybody's still going to school. You know? My boy. <laughs> yo, 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 Alex struggled. <laughs> going to UW, the first winter, And it was them doing it, that polar vortex where oh, it was yeah. like negative 35 and they still didn't want to shut down school. And so, yeah, she struggled. <laughs> but, um, but just to think about that, you know, these little snowflakes mm-hmm. by themselves, they're nothing. But when they all come together, shut some stuff down. And that's And I think that's the church. Definitely. That, that's that's community. Um, by ourselves, we, we you know, um, I have a big voice, mm-hmm. but it's because of the big backing in which I have mm-hmm. of the church mm-hmm. of of my members of people who are willing to stand with me and amplify my voice. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah,
1: right now if I was just alone and I'm I'm on a street corner and preaching and talking, no no one's really listening to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I know, but I'm I'm effective, but I'm not as effective as I, as I could be mm-hmm. if I'm. Partnered and connected and collaborated with others, yeah, and so that's I think being on one accord helps us to be the simple church mm-hmm. we just want to be together and we on one accord, which means we're moving in the same direction yeah and and too often that's difficult that's hard hundred and twenty people on on one accord it's still tough our, our church to think about our church you no know, just you no know, we we have almost four hundred families in our church wow all of us on one accord. That's that's difficult, <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying. So it takes some intentionality, uh-huh. all right, and and it takes us doing things to make people see the importance of us being on the same same sheet of music and moving forward together. Mm-hmm. That allows the Holy Spirit to come and operate in our lives, and allows us to do things that we have no business doing. Yeah,
2: no,
0: well, you 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 brought up two two ideas for me. Snowflake piece, which probably would have enhanced your sermon, so maybe we should connect before you preach. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Is each snowflake is individual. Mm -hmm. It's designed in its own specific way. No two snowflakes are ever alike. So then uh, I think at times we think that if we are so much with other people, we'll change. Mm -hmm. And I can't be myself because I'm with this group. Um, but so with the snowflakes they're good. all their own individuals that's true. and they're still part of this large impact mm-hmm. that we can have yeah that's good I like that the second one you mentioned music and I thought about a chord like being on one chord and then I thought of a chord mm-hmm. of music it's I don't know you they don't get mad it's like <laughs> three or four notes <laughs> that are a chord <clears throat> uh, thinking about it a guitar you've got your Three, four fingers on different um, mm-hmm. strings in different places, and that makes one note. So, thinking of the even so more simply, like a chord of music right. making one sound, one band, one sound.
1: We're, we 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 were at I think it was our fav, first gospel curls, and uh, it, so we're there, and and the band is playing sound like they just playing whatever they want to play, It's mm-hmm. just sounding horrible. MJ looks at me and said, Dad, that is the worst, right? (laughs) Like, that sounds horrible. And I said, hey, they're only warming up individually. Mm -hmm. Now, when they all started playing together the same chords, Mm -hmm. it sounded as one sound. But while they was warming up, they were warming up individually. Mm -hmm. You about to make me shout at here, (laughs) CT. They were just warming up on their individual instruments by themselves. Mm -hmm. But when they all started reading the sheet music for the same song, Mm -hmm. they all was on the same chorus. And it sounded beautiful. That's beautiful. Shout
0: out to Teaching Moment. Teaching Father and Son. Shout out to our uh, band that's called One Accord. I think it's on One Accord. So, shout out to them. You didn't know they had a name, did you? No, I did not know that. Yeah, they legit out here. <laughs> I did not know. Uh, so, we're talking about So talking about the snowflakes, and we're talking about the wind, and so we're talking about the Holy Spirit and the symbolism that comes with um, the Holy Spirit. And you identify three senses, hearing, seeing, and feeling. And I think we don't always talk about the Holy Spirit and right. and I'm glad that we focus on it specifically with this point because it's like and the Holy Spirit came and such and such happened mm-hmm. well let's like let's actually really like peel back on like, right. what it is to experience the Holy Spirit right it's um you know in the
1: Baptist church and Baptist tradition is I think it's the, the the left out at least he is left out the most mm-hmm. because people really don't understand mm mm-hmm. Um, can't can't really grasp the Holy Spirit, right? So if you go to like the Apostolic or Church of God in Christ, Pentecostal church, it's high on the Holy Spirit. Okay. And so and so sometimes um, churches can be so charismatic. Right, mm-hmm. that all they all they assumes they're just working in the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. or sometimes the church can just be so conservative mm-hmm. when they say we're just going off of biblical text. Now, in each setting, I think we need a combination of conservative, uh, charismatic. Yeah, yes, we do. I don't know. I don't know if that's that type of snowflake. That type of snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what that's what we need. We need biblically strong preaching mm-hmm. that's charismatic that's infused and influenced by the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and so sometimes people um, you know in some in some denominations if you haven't spoken tongues you're not saved because mm-hmm. there's no evidence of the Holy Spirit residing in you
2: mm-hmm.
1: right and and that, but that's never. For us, theologically and doctrinally, uh, as Protestants and um, not Protestants, but as Baptists, we would say mm-hmm. um, Romans ten and nine said, if you confess your mouth, believe in your heart, Jesus Christ died on the cross, God raised from mm-hmm. the dead, then you are saved. Not if you speak in tongues mm-hmm. or exercise in a spiritual gift. You know what I'm saying? And so, <clears throat> and so, so, oftentimes, you know, our 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 denomination. Don't highlight him enough,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I think people that that that, and that's on us as leaders uh, to 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 really highlight the Holy Spirit, the work of the Spirit, mm-hmm. and how to allow the Holy Spirit to rule and reign in our lives, and because mm-hmm. we need it, right? Um, it's it's what resides in us. Uh, he, at least he's what resides in us. Jesus said, I'm leaving, but I'm leaving you with something. I'm leaving you with a piece of me. Yeah. Right? Because if we didn't have the Holy Spirit, again, we wouldn't have the church today. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus couldn't be in all places at all times while he was here. Mm-hmm. So he had to leave. And when he left, he left us with the Holy Spirit that's able to move with us,
0: all of us, at all mm-hmm. times. Yeah. Yeah, right. And... That's so important because we we do need that. Like, that's something we can hold on to, I think. Definitely growing up, you saw images of Jesus, right, in the Bible stories and mm-hmm. stuff. When he's teaching, you see, you they do the illustrations as kids, like, you see that, um, and you imagine God. You always see, like, an outstretched hand of God. Different stuff on TV, they'll have people depicting God <laughs> right. in these spaces, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> but you never see... The depiction of the holy spirit mm-hmm. and you know reading scriptures you see it as as negative at times and i think what's really great about the holy spirit and how you break it down here is that these are these can be everyday things mm-hmm. that god can show up in right like we talk about the wind, um what the sound right sound first so and it's being depicted in the wind so we can if we feel the wind and maybe we're in a difficult situation, if we're connected and we're being sensitive to the Holy spirit in that space, we can feel the wind right. come through and, and really open that up and being spirit breathed. And I will honestly say it's, it's definitely an uncomfortable term to be breathed on because yeah. usually you don't want to be that close to somebody and have their breath on you. Right. So now it's, it's like this, Social space where I was like, I don't want to be breathed on. I know how to flip it to be re- received breath from God. I know, you
1: know, you don't want people invading your space. No. I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you,
1: you don't want anyone invading your, your space. Um, but when you look at the Holy Spirit, when you look at... Um, I think we talked about the Ru'ah of God, the Mm -hmm. breath of God, the spirit of God, the wind of God. Mm -hmm. We need that. Yeah. It brings us life. God, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the Holy Spirit hovered over the deep. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit was there. God created man from the dust of the earth, and and he blew his breath into him. His spirit. Mm -hmm. Into man, mm-hmm. so in order for us to live, we need God to blow on us, mm. right? We we <clears throat> because we this oxygen we're taking. We need oxygen to live. Period. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but we need it spiritually also. We need the spiritual oxygen of God, so we can be able to live spiritually and be able to live this faith mm-hmm. that we spoke about earlier because of this breath of God. Mm-hmm. And that's how we got to see it. That's what, that, yeah. that that it resuscitates us. It revives us. It refreshes us, you no? Know, uh we were talking about you know riding a bike or running, mm-hmm. or, you know, you're out of breath. Yes. <laughs> It hurts. <laughs> no, your chest hurts. Your side hurts. You get cramped. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yes. And, and, and the only thing you think about is how can I get my breathing under control? Mm. We look at this COVID situation. And my mom, she struggled. And she said, you no, know, her prayer was this. God breathe in me
2: mm.
1: like you breathe in Adam. Mm. <laughs> And, and, and so that's how you no know, that that was her faith and her strength to get her out of the hospital mm-hmm. because she was needing God's breath in order to live. And so mm-hmm. I think you no know, this this is this refocusing right. Mm-hmm. This is what's going on in Texas. It's the birth of the church. Mm-hmm. The churches now being formed here at Pentecost, and the first thing happens mighty Russian wind comes through excuse me the breath of mm-hmm. God the wind of God is now giving life to the people of God who were not a church prior to this mm.
0: right. yeah we have breath we have this the this wind and then we see fire mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: and and how I really like how you explained it in that the fire is not bad. Um. The and the fire is the Holy Spirit literally moving, mm-hmm. because it's going from person to person, and then they have their own individual tongues, which is probably where I'm. Um, this is me guessing. I have no proof of this, but how in some those denominations that are stating that if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you can speak tongues, because this is an example of that. Right. That's the script. That's what they're holding on to as the the proof. Yeah. Yeah. That that
1: is true, but. But here in the tongues, they're not speaking in unknown languages. Oh. We'll, we'll get to that. Okay. And, and they're not, they're, they're speaking in other dialects of mm-hmm. actual um, people. They're speaking actual languages. Okay. You feel
2: what I'm saying? And,
1: and that's, that's the next part of it. But that's, the, that's okay. the power, or for me looking at it, that was the miracle. Of Pentecost, right? Um, the Holy Spirit comes, mighty rushing wind, they hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, this fire come. So the fire is is, it, it is predicted at, uh, presented as one big flame in the middle of the room or somewhere in the room. And it's dividing and going off and jumping on people. All right. And this fire, then after this fire, then the people begin... To speak in other languages That's the manifesting of it That's the feeling of it That's the moving of the Holy Spirit That represented that they had the Holy Spirit inside of them But I think the miracle for me um, This is just my perspective um, They were never taught how to speak these languages mm-hmm. Right Right and now, no, tongue, no, no I've, um, no, when I first moved to, we first moved to Milwaukee, my mom, she was searching for salvation. Mm-hmm. And we started at Pentecostal Church. And every Tuesday night, Sister Washington had us on our knees, hands lifted up, hallelujah, 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 <laughs> hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Or some people say, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And just yes, keep going until you speak into tongue. So I understand it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not for sure if I'm speaking an actual language, like, like, like right now me and you in this room, then all of a sudden I start speaking Spanish and you start speaking Deutsch Mm -hmm. fluently. Mm -hmm. That's a miracle. Yeah. Because our brains don't work like that, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: that you have to teach us something in order for us to be able to do it, and it must be taught repetitively, mm. so we can learn, right? I think my first uh, night in Greek, um, I was taking Greek in seminary, and the first night, uh, my professor he taught us a little lesson. They said read. I was like, yo, I don't even know the alphabet. I, yeah. I, don't, even, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what letter <laughs> is what. You know, <laughs> how you gonna try, try to make me read because I just didn't know. But if in this instance, these people just start speaking foreign languages that they had never been taught before. And so I say this this was the miracle that the Holy Spirit gives us the
0: power to do things we have no business doing.
2: Ooh, woo.
0: That's the that's that acting part, that feeling right. of power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, it,
1: it make it makes us do things we have no or not makes us, but it allows us. And, and and we can see all of that manifested in our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Making a basketball team, or going to college playing D one ball. <laughs> 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 oh, you know, you know, uh, or uh, scoring high on a test like you did. You know you didn't study. Football. That I tell you that. One time in I ain't know nothing on this test. I just put Jesus at the top. And uh, pass the test. I'm like that that's nothing but the Lord. So 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 we we have these <laughs> events that have taken place in our lives. You no, know, me you no, know, leading a church, I'm like this is nothing but the Holy Ghost, right? Uh because you no, know, I'm a soldier nice no you know, in the army and I, I my leadership skills are totally different. But the Lord has blessed me <laughs> um, to <laughs> to tailor them towards uh, volunteers and and uh, wonderful black people. Um, amen.
0: <laughs> and uh and true, right? Like He puts these stuff we have no business doing. I think even for me, I don't like music is cool, audio is cool. I don't. This is all new. Mm-hmm. So learning and understanding right. and having the desire to do it, too. Mm. So, um, like, I, I think I was talking to my mom, and I was like, yeah, you know, I was just doing a PowerPoint, you know, before before the pandemic, and now we got a whole studio. <laughs> Lights and cameras.
2: and <laughs> For <real>. For <laughs> just, just, you know, no. creating a
0: whole, like, Audiovisual visual empire real, here I'm saying?
1: All of us. And, and like you said, this, this is nothing but God, mm. right? Mm. You, Momo, Alex, and then the praise team, musicians, no, none of us really, no, I mean, we didn't know what we were doing.
2: No.
1: You know what I mean? And, and for us to be where we are, and then to be so flexible and adjustable now, mm-hmm. it's nothing but the Holy Ghost. Yeah, that is it. And then for our church to still be able to thrive, that so many are dying. I'm talking about like closing their doors or, or you know, fights and and stuff like that. And it's but it's, it's this is nothing but
0: God. Yeah, and I, and I think or in addition to that, to talking about the no-business doing and seeing it, that's where we get the fruit of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. That's that um, physical representation of of the Holy Spirit, having those fruits. Right. Um, and, I, and I think at times we don't see those as fruit. We see them as characteristics. We see mm-hmm. them as skills that we should have mm-hmm. and not the fruit of our labor of right. meditating on the Word, being on one accord, being present and receiving the Holy Spirit to be able to do those things because those things they definitely take practice mm-hmm. and some failures. Right. In order to I think maybe not masters the word, but to to recognize and apply the fruits in, in a variety of spaces. Yeah, that's so that's
1: my way I say that's how I know you're a Christian, not by your mm-hmm. spiritual guilt. But by the fruit in which you produce. Right. So that that's how <laughs> that that's how we that's how we know it though. If I if I'm showing long suffering, if I'm showing kindness, if I'm showing patience, if mm-hmm. if I'm loving, no, that that's the fruit of the spirit. Um that
0: helps me discern if you have the Holy Ghost or not. Mm. So then even thinking of so once the ten days happen. Christ came to this thing told him told him what to do does the scripture end with like it was like they went out and then that's it uh, well
1: so for the next couple of weeks I'm gonna be walking through Acts chapter 2 so mm. to be continued okay but but what, <laughs> but, <laughs> but what happens is you know uh, like uh, I was I put a clip up yesterday you know, from the sermon and like, activate the Holy Spirit. and the Holy Spirit. And activate. Activated. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, I know. a little illustration, though. Know, oftentimes, parents, we buy toys for our kids, mm-hmm. and we don't read the small print that say battery's not included. Mm-hmm. And that joy uh, for that child is crushed because they can't use um, what we purchased for them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it won't function like it was supposed to function because it didn't have the power to do it. And that's our lives sometimes we cannot function how god created us to function because we're not using the power which he has given us mm-hmm. so what happens after the after they finish they go downstairs and peter is uh approached by others like yo what's wrong with y'all y'all drunk or something mm. peter said no it's it's only three o'clock in the afternoon it's too <laughs> early to be drunk <laughs> 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 he said, happy hour, we haven't even started yet. As <laughs> he, said, he said it's too early to be joined, but they're filled with the Holy Ghost. Mm. And then Peter um, began to preach. Mm. And after he preaches, 3,000 people joined the church mm. on that one time from that one sermon. 3,000 people joined the church. And so that's going to be a part of preaching the word. Mm-hmm. That's one of the principles that we want to we want to activate in the lives of our churches to know the word of God, to be able to proclaim it, because all of us should be proclaimers of the gospel mm-hmm. of Jesus Christ. So Peter preaches, 3,000 people join the church. And then after that, uh, at the end of Acts chapter 2, we see how the church is mm-hmm. like this Utopia of churches mm-hmm. People will say we will never get back To Acts chapter 2 That's why it's one of our vision. It's our vision yeah. to be an Acts 2 church mm-hmm. Because it's something that's <laughs> difficult To obtain And so visions should always be bigger than what you're able to do And so Ooh. So <laughs> so we, We're trying to get there And, 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 then, and then we see Acts chapter uh, 3 Where they're moving forward Right Mm-hmm. And we see them practicing their faith. Where this man is at the gate called Beautiful, and he's uh, been lame for years. And Peter and John says, "Silver and gold have I not, but such as I have, I give unto you." That's them living out their faith. And then, um, and then, finally, the final series to this sermon, I think it's going to be you know,
2: uh, Matthew.
1: Uh, 24. Uh, when 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 uh, Jesus says, "When I was sick, did you come visit mm-hmm. me? When I was hungry, did you feed me? When I was in prison, did you visit me?" And that's going to be us, you know, talking about caring for people, mm-hmm. and that's all people. So, Good. so the Holy Spirit moves and and it, it causes us to do things we're not supposed to do, but it also enhances our lives and the, uh, those in which we touch.
2: Okay.
0: Well, I look forward to talking more about those sermons and diving into it and just learning more. Yes, this is man. fun. I enjoy this. Oh, yeah. Uh, any other final thoughts? No, that's it. People? That is it. You know,
1: <laughs> we, want, um, lying, uh, um, we want to be simple, but we want to be simple. Church filled with the Spirit and operating in the Holy Spirit so we can have an impact not only on the lives of those who are outside of our church, but those also inside of our church. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a pastor and um, he was saying how that church focused so much on helping other people that they forgot about the people that were in the church. Mm-hmm. It was helping those who were outside of the church and in the community that they forgot about the ones who were helping the church be the church. Mm-hmm. And so I think our intentions need to also be there also to help those who are making the church be what it is and then also be able to have that that uh touch on the community to be able to change their lives also so it's a lot of work it's a lot of focus There's a lot of things we have to do just continue to stay connected to god
0: and his work yeah great well thank you for joining us today we appreciate you appreciate this time uh look forward to our next session uh it'll always be good good laughter good word good conversation we love it um stay marvelous fabulous and blessed Peace. Peace.